This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you from a hotel room in Minneapolis, Minnesota on Sunday, November 6th, Two Oceans 11. My guest is comedian David Huntsberger. Hey David. Hello Doug. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's already starting. I'm not Droopy Dog. <laughs> you are Droopy Dog. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you don't. You talk normal, but if you sometimes you you droop into droopy dog. <laughs> like if you were really sad about something, I might laugh at you <laughs> because you sound so. You'd be like, "No, oh, I'm having a bad day." No, I need surgery. Oh. <laughs> All right. So anyway, <laughs> uh, we've been on a little mini tour together. On Wednesday night, we played Comedy Works in Denver, and uh, of course, uh, you know the state of Denver. Is one of my favorite states, and um, 
We played the Leonard Malton game with audience members at Comedy Works against David Huntsberger. And let's see what happened. We there's a guy named Ken who uh, played the category "Doggone It" and then lost to you mm-hmm. because I think did you have did you make him name it? Is that what happened? I made him name it in uh, I think three names. Yeah, and the, th- the three names he did not recognize the three names from the classic Jaws that does feature a, a dog dying. And then Dylan was was a guy with Dylan written on the side of a cucumber. Carved into it. Carved into it, violently. <laughs> uh, he said a very threatening, see you on the Weezer Cruise when he, when you beat him to me. Uh, WeezerCruise.com, by the way. Um, so he lost on, uh, what was the category he played? Uh, in theaters now. And the movie was The Big Year. Oh, yeah, I won, I guessed that one. Oh, you got that one right. Yeah. And then, it's funny, like, I put it in theaters now and there just because, you know, some people just don't know stuff from 20, 20, 30 years ago, and I pick a lot of, you know, stuff that's, you know, classics from the 80s and 90s and stuff, and uh, in theaters now is just sort of like a bone, like, mm-hmm. because you can at least guess right. the name of a movie <laughs> in theaters now, but I can't tell you how many times they pick that, and then they just stand there after hearing no, everything and go, I don't, I don't even have a guess. I go, name a movie that's in theaters now. <laughs> that's how blanked out people get is they can't even think or they or they think of a movie and they're like well i know it's not that so i'm not going to say it yeah i mean it's it's deceptively difficult because of that because you have like two movies in mind you know there are a lot of there are and there's a dozen movies well i try to keep it to like big yeah you know thousand theaters or more um so then the guy named austin cutler came on stage and picked the category comedy bang bang which is uh Comedy, bang, bang, comedy, bang, bang. It's uh, action movies, uh, action comedies. And uh, the answer was kick-ass, and he actually got it right, right? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. Or no, no. He won. He For won. Some, either you yeah. didn't know it, or he, did, or he did. I think he did know it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, congratulations to him. Thursday, we were at Go Bananas in Cincinnati, and the first contestant was somebody who... Uh, Tried to get your attention with his name tag. Oh, yeah. Because he went with Tunnel tunnel Guy Jeff. Yeah, he'd referenced Professor Glassdoff. So. Uh, yeah, it's your podcast, uh, Captain Liftoff. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, he, that's tunnel, tunnel Guy is a thing from that? Yeah, yeah. So I kind of had to um, play to the hometown crowd there, or, or at least, um, I, he, you know, he put some effort into it. There are other people that had spent more time, but his, you know, he put a little effort into it. It was kind of cool. Yeah, and he, he and his dad were there together, uh, big fans of your podcast and mine, and they're threatening to, not threatening to, they <laughs> said that they plan next year to take a vacation out to California just to see a taping of Douglas movies. So, But they did say that with a knife in their hand. That's exciting, <laughs> yeah. Well, fortunately, as we know, as I learned traveling with you, you can't take a... <laughs> You can't take a knife on the plane. <laughs> I need my blade. <laughs> you can have it in your check bag. You just can't, yeah. you can't have it in your carry-on. That was a horrible, horrible feeling. Sir, um, is this your bag? Yes. Do you have a knife in it? And just in my head going, oh, God, I do. I do have a knife. <laughs> thought that was cool. So Tunnel Guy Jeff, he lost, I think, on the Inspect Her Gadget category. Dr. T and the Women yeah. was the answer, starring Richard Gere. And then someone named Nikki came up, and she lost on Ch-Ch-Changes. 
Oh yeah, it was Hulk. It was Hulk movies with where somebody changes from one thing to another thing. And then um, <laughs> it was funny while we were playing Hulk at Go Bananas in Cincinnati. Somebody did in the audience went bananas because when I said Nick Nolte, a guy in the audience yelled out <laughs> Point Break. Yeah, and I lost my mind. Don't you ever disrespect Point Break? Yeah, you're crazy about Point Break. It's so good. <laughs> but you acknowledge it's not it's not actually good, right? It's good. It's I a fun movie. It's fun. And I defy you to make a more fun movie. And there's there's a point in it that it, it expresses like a, a, a moral almost or like an idea behind the movie. Oh, when Anthony Kiedis gets shot in the foot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, when uh, they're at the campfire and Swayze says, don't worry about this guy. It was never about the money. It was. It's about showing those poor souls that inch along in their metal coffins every day that the human spirit is still very much alive, and that is what Point Break is all about. I can't believe you uh, memorized that line. <laughs> it's, it's a big time line. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I, it's really your. It's like your mantra, I think, or something. <laughs> you really embrace it. I try to. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to let life pass me by, inching along on the freeway. So I, I, I channel Swayze every now and then. And all right. Well, anyway, the bottom line is that Gary Busey was great in Hulk, and uh, <laughs> and then the Nate Mouse Detective was this the tag that a guy named Nate had, which I thought that was pretty clever. They took the Great Mouse Detective and changed it to the Nate Mouse Detective, and. His category was number one movies from uh, five years ago, and uh, did he actually guess it? I remember there's only three names. I think maybe that was one that I think you I went didn't. one name and then you didn't. The the third name was oh, Pam Anderson. No, no, it was yeah. It was, <laughs> there was a funny story there where it was three names listed, and it was um, five years ago number one movie, and it was like homophobic. And really provocative and sort of racist. Racist and sexist. Yeah, yeah. so those are the terms. But I had sort of forgotten them and put them at the back of my mind. And I was really just focusing on the three names being billed. And I was thinking, what movie has like just three names kind of... And for whatever reason, I just pictured the movie poster and five years ago. And I went with Shrek. Because you thought Shrek only had Cameron Diaz, Eddie Murphy, and uh, yeah, I thought Mike it, Myers. Yeah, it was a terrible, terrible decision, but... Uh, it was Borat. Borat. So, so he won. Was the answer, and then he won. So congratulations to the winners and the and the people uh, who just got to get up there and embarrass themselves. I think I think people came off pretty good though. Yeah. I you know I I appreciate that people make the name tags and want to play. And don't forget to make your own trailer for Santa Size Me based on my bit that's on the Pouty Mouth CD. Uh, Patty mouth. You put it on. Uh, put your. Put your Santa Size Me trailer on YouTube, and my favorite two minute or less trailer depicting what Santa Size Me would should you know what the trailer for to sell the movie Santa Size Me would be. Uh, you'll win uh, the contest, and that particular filmmaker will get to be a future guest on Doug Loves Movies, uh, either. You know, in your town, or we'll figure out a way to get you to LA. Or, you know, I I, I might not want to pay 
to fly you out to L.A. and put you up, so it might be easier for me to just come to you. But we'll work that out when we have a winner. The deadline is December 14th, and the winner will be announced on the second annual 12 Guests of Christmas episode of Douglas Movies, which will be recorded at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles on December 20th and then plop a few days later. All decisions by me are final, despite <laughs> how suspect my decision-making abilities may be. <laughs> uh, only one entry on YouTube so far, and uh, it's just a guy looking into the camera talking, and, uh, but I want you guys to hear it, and we'll see, we'll see what David here thinks of it. This is the only entry in the Santa Size Me contest. In a world where Santa Claus doesn't exist, one man is set out to prove a point. That no one can eat seven billion cookies in one night. Coming soon. (laughs) (laughs) Santa size me. This December. He cracks himself up. And decides to just stay with that take where he breaks and laughs after saying. (laughs) I like his mindset where he's clearly holding a camera just out in front of him recording it. And then he starts laughing kind of just at how dumb he feels at the moment. And that same line of thinking made him go, well, I can't do it again. (laughs) But I can post it. I can post it. One man is set out to prove a point. That no one can eat 7 billion cookies in one night. That's my favorite part. No one can eat 7 billion cookies in one night. His face lights up. His head starts sort of oscillating a little bit. Yeah, so if you want to see it, just type in Santa Size Me, and that, maybe that'll inspire you to, uh, you know, make make a, a better trailer. <laughs> but that, like, that should that should inspire somebody at one of the big studios. They should make a trailer where it's just a guy filming himself, <laughs> that shitty quality, for, like, some huge movie. For, like, some amazing movie. Pirates just of the Caribbean <laughs> 5. Yeah. <laughs> just put that in theaters, and people will be like, what the fuck? Or maybe have a really flashy, quick, like, da 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 a bunch right. of action moments from the movie <laughs> right after that terrible shot of that guy and then that's that's the whole trailer and he's gotten 18 views so uh it's looking tough so yeah cool. he's really taking this contest by storm uh be sure to check out douglas movies live in minneapolis that we taped last night at the acme comedy club in minneapolis during their 20th anniversary weekend it's a buck ninety nine in the comedy album section of iTunes, and, and it, the Lynn uh, Malton game is intense. Oh yeah, it's also uh, you can get it at douglovesmovies dot com, and if you're not you know if you're not into the iTunes thing, and it'll it's available now or soon because <laughs> it takes a little while for iTunes to get them on there sometimes, and then they sometimes they accidentally charge nine ninety nine, and so please wait for it to come down to a dollar ninety nine because that's the price it's supposed to be. And here's a small spoiler, David. We could have added needful things to owning Mahoney. Owning Mahoney, uh, needful need, things. Yeah, dang it. <laughs> yeah, owning Mahoney, needful things to do in Denver when you're dead man walking, tall the president's men, don't leaving Las Vegas assassins. <laughs> I came up with Vegas on my own. Assassins. Vegas assassins. <laughs> leaving Las Vegas assassins. Uh... I should say that the other guests in Minneapolis were Ryan Stout and Jackie Cation, along with David Huntsberger, Droopy Dog. And there was a special guest appearance by Amy Schumer, who came out and quickly got to uh, got to racist material very fast. <laughs> she, 
she she loves to say shocking racist stuff in a in a cute way. Uh, we and David and I saw a Tower Heist yesterday. Yes, we did. Yeah, the movie that answers the burning question, can you dangle a car off the side of a building during the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade without anyone noticing? Not a single single shot of, like, even a child pointing, like, what's that car hanging from that building over there? On on really the one day where the most people are looking up. (laughs) Giant balloons are going by this building. Latinx already craned. That has a a car dangling from it, and and no one ever seems to care. And that's not the the weakest part of the plot, you know, as far as things that line up. There are a lot of like, hey, wait, why would that guy be doing that? Where is that guy? Why did this happen? Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, uh... It's a shame because everybody that's in it, I I find very appealing and would I enjoy seeing concur. them in a funny, and I think clever you, heist movie. <laughs> I think you nailed it when you said each of their performances individually are pretty good, and yet mashed together, not good. Well, also because they just kind of do this thing. It kind of feels like that Gary Marshall movie Valentine's Day, or um, you know, or maybe kind of an old school. Uh, disaster movie where they kind of have to set up each of the characters very quickly mm-hmm. so they all just sort of have one trait one little backstory yeah. thing that's going to help yeah. that's going to be important later in the movie <laughs> like yeah I'm an electrician I can crack safes like people are saying things like that when they're not an electrician or a safe cracker they're just bringing it up yeah. as their one thing that they know how to do that oh later we're going to recruit them for the team they did they managed to do it like a slightly more clever than you know when they shake hands and someone goes, <laughs> "That's fun. That's as funny as the time in college when I met you and you were really good at juggling." Want to you know like they just say who the person but is. But Eddie Murphy and Ben Stiller, that it's conversation that. where they remember where they remember each other from when they were six, yeah, is a lot pretty of unbelievable. <laughs> oh, you're the kid always having the seizures. Like I, I can't even. Yeah, that, like I can't even remember something like that from six years old. No, no, not even close. <laughs> uh, now it's time for trailer alert because we saw some trailers. We did yesterday before Tower Heist. There was Underworld something. Mm-hmm. What was the rest of the Underworld title? It's the third Underworld it movie, right? Me. Yeah, Rise of the Lichens or something. I'd or? like to see Kate Beckinsale in Under Tit. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, she wears that crazy leather outfit. She looks great in it, mm-hmm. but I don't want to see two hours of her in that. Because you, you get kind of used to it. It stops being sexy after a while. Yeah, does she ever, like, oh, that was a tough day. Zip. Yeah, I think maybe she has, like, a shower scene in one of them, but it's discreetly shot. Because, like, her husband directs some of those movies. Oh, that's, so, not, that's not cool. Yeah, she's she's a sexy lady, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we saw the, uh, the new Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Yeah, which sounds like a really stupid... Name, but they sort of explain <laughs> it in the trailer. Like oh, they okay. do, but it's like I mean, now four Mission Impossible movies in, isn't he always? Doesn't he always have to go rogue? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't wouldn't the expression "Ghost Protocol" have come up in one of the earlier ones <laughs> if that was really what you call it when you're you know not when you're sort of disassociated with the uh, what? Who do they work for? What's the name of it? They oh, mentioned in the trailer. It's like the MC. They have some sort of name for it. But yeah, but Brad Bird directed this one, and it's his first live-action movie, and he did my favorite Pixar movie, The Incredibles, and my favorite favorite Vin Diesel movie, The Iron Giant. (laughs) (laughs) So so I'm all about Ghost Protocol. You know, they show too much, of course. You get a real solid idea of what's going on. They just stop short at showing you who 
Tom Cruise is going to be wearing a mask of <laughs> that he rips up, peels off at some point. Which I wish they just dropped that. I wish that wouldn't be a thing. No way. That's the best. I hate that. You don't love masks getting pulled off? Like, oh, he's a different guy. Because he does such a... He's got the mask on, but he also does an amazing impression no, they, of they, the person. They link up their voice. Oh, yeah, that's weird. right. They have a special chip that they <laughs> yeah, stick in the it all work. It all checks out with me, Doug. But not just the voice. How do, they, how do they, they have some sort of thing that helps them with the mannerisms, the <laughs> yeah. way they walk and stuff? Because he did an amazing Philip Seymour Hoffman in that one movie. There's like a Charlie Chapman face element of them. Uh, they, when you join to become a spy, they send you like a, a really extensive improv kit. Camp, and you just learn how to do impressions and well let me let me bring something a weird thing up now <laughs> that I've probably mentioned before on the podcast Charlie's Angels the first one with Drew Barrymore and Cameron D and mm-hmm. Lucy Liu uh, <laughs> that movie in the very, very opening sequence this isn't a big spoiler for anyone who still hasn't gotten around <laughs> to Charlie's Angels uh, LL Cool J is sitting on the plane uh, and then it turns out to be Drew Barrymore. He, he, you know, she pulls off the LL Cool J face. Uh-huh. And then later in that same movie, she and it's I guess it's Cameron Diaz or is it Lucy Liu? No, it's Cameron Diaz. The two of them dress up as men, mm-hmm. and it just looks like them with their hair combed like a man with, and then a fake mustache. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, well, if you could look exactly like LL Cool J, <laughs> why can't you just look like some white man that you're supposed to be with a mustache? Like, why is it the shittiest disguise ever? It's so it doesn't make sense. I mean, that movie's just silly from beginning to end, and that's no, why you're right. We should lambaste Charlie's Angels. No, but that. that's my but that's my thing. That's my thesis is that. <laughs> That movie, for me, had enough fighting and enough, like, you know, Crispin Glover being weird and Bill Murray being funny. Like, I was really charmed by that movie, even Mm -hmm. though it's not a great movie. But it was fun. So, like, even though that stupid thing happened with the mask and (laughs) then... Even though that happened, I, you know, at the time I forgave it and enjoyed that movie. And then watched it, you know, even saw it a couple more times. Then, of course, the second Charlie's Angels was awful. But I just wish that Tower Heist was more like... You know, because, like, Ocean's... Fewer masks or more masks? <laughs> <laughs> the Ocean's movies are... Ocean's 11, 12, 13 are, like, you know... They're certainly not great, and they're not hilarious, but they're they're heisty. They're like very they're, heisty. Like there's, yeah, yeah. like, there's fun... Like, you just... It's fun to watch all the machinations well, of what... You know, their little plans and stuff. Well, we were saying yesterday that the, the sort of anxiety you feel during a good heist movie of knowing... There's a clock in your head, and those FBI guys are on their way, or the cops are coming, or even hotel yeah. security that is apparently yeah. at this really elaborate, fancy, top-shelf tower that everyone lives at. They don't come a-knocking when there's a ruckus. They just stay away. Oh, no. Well, there's a scene in Tower Heist where uh, uh, a lot of a very, um, you know, something gets destroyed loudly. And on the other side of the door is supposedly two FBI guys that are guarding the room <laughs> to make sure nothing happens. Yeah, and they don't hear it at they all. They don't come in. So all that like anxiety you feel in a good heist movie, you feel like a similar thing during Tower Heist, but it's it's more of a of like oh this where you know yeah, my anxiety is because I just sitting there wishing it was better. Yeah, exactly. It's just frustration brewing inside you. Like this is nothing. None of this is making any sense. We saw the trailer for Edgar, and during that, in my head, I didn't want to bother you while we were watching it, but in my head, I just kept yelling, makeup, 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 makeup. <laughs> there's, there's Leonardo DiCaprio with his makeup face. <laughs> like, <laughs> did you see, they barely showed in the trailer, but there's evidently a period in the movie where he's like 80. Yeah. And he just, they put on some white eyebrows, and <laughs> he's 80. 
He that guy, no matter what they do to him, he just looks to me he just looks like a kid, you yeah. know. And and he should play characters that. I mean, I know he, he can't play a high school student or even a college student, but it's just I don't know. I I, I think he's a great actor. I really like him, but I I think he, you know, goes goes too far in these kinds of these kinds of parts, and it just looks. That movie feels like I've seen it already. I th- just I watching that, the trailers, I was like, "Oh, okay," or that, or that it no, should be, or that I, it should I, be on HBO. No, I, I think the 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 criminal element, as far as like fingerprints and social security numbers and documents, and sort of the beginning of Big Brother esque tracking that the government has on people, that that might be kind of fascinating to see what sort of red tape they went around and stuff. Yeah, that could be interesting, but. Again, HBO they really, movie. Well, they really they get all that out in the trailer. You know, they get the most interesting parts, like with him saying, "If, if we could just fingerprint people, we'll be able to find crooks." Okay, great. Like you don't like the, that the, scene extended isn't going to say much more information <laughs> other than him having that idea. You know, I don't know. I I thought Vince I'm hoping Vaughn, it'll be good, but I but I am bored to death by every other Clint Eastwood movie. He uh, he makes one I like every once in a while, like Gran Torino. Yeah. But then he'll make something else that I'm just like I honestly didn't even see Invictus or Hereafter because I was I just didn't like, either. Ugh. or the one the Angelina Jolie one. I should say I think I'm going to be bored by every <laughs> other one, so I just don't even see them. That you were right to do that with the Angelina one, which I still what think, was that called? It was called her name, except with a couple letters changed at the beginning. Changeling, Angelina, the middle chunk of those. Changelina. Changelina. <laughs> Uh, do you think J. Edgar could have been played by Vince Vaughn? Don't they look very similar? Ooh. I thought that I, You know, I just... I, I, I like the idea that Clint Eastwood and Leonardo DiCaprio want to work together, you know, because they're both great at what they do, but mm-hmm. uh, I just think that it just looks... It just looks like a boring Oscar grab kind of performance. I, mm-hmm. You know, it just, to me, feels too similar to uh, him being... Uh, what's his nuts in the aviator? The aviator. Yeah, that's a, yeah. The trailer makes you feel that way too. Like even when, especially when he says, "Don't leave me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just sort of like, oh, here's another famous guy who had some good ideas, some <laughs> shitty ideas, and ended up being a fucking weirdo. Yeah, isolated himself <laughs> from everyone. Yeah, yeah, and you didn't know what was going on with his sexuality, and like, it's, yeah. you know, I mean, it's just uh, I, maybe that's why he's drawn to it because he just likes that sort of that sort of character arc, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Safe House was the other trailer we saw with Denzel that Washington I, that, that, as a bad guy. That's good. Mm-hmm. But then something about Ryan Reynolds playing the good guy is bad yeah. to me. I, I like him as an actor, but Even, I don't know I don't know why he isn't sticking more to comedy. I guess because he's, you know, he looks the part of an action sure, hero. Sure, yeah, he's in good shape. But he, yeah, it's hard to go from... From him as a comedy guy to them suddenly believing him, like at one point being, I'm just an office worker here. I'm not a field agent. And then the next scene, you're supposed to flip a switch, and like, but he's pretty badass for an office guy. That sort of feel. And yeah. Then, well, <laughs> like back to um, Tower Heist, the early scene where Ben Stiller's like running down the street. Mm-hmm. He's doing it with like like fervor of like like he's Tom Cruise in an action movie. Yeah, <laughs> like you can tell. <laughs> well, what was he going to do? Wishes, like knock on the door. Like, hey, excuse me, terrorist. Can I have my boss back? <laughs> what the hell is he thinking? That's what I mean. Like he just tore after it. Like like everyone was like, oh, Ben Stiller's going to be such a cool action guy now. <laughs> uh, shall we play a game? Sure. Let's play some quick uh, build a title. How are we doing on time? We're doing all right on time. Um... I decided since we're, you know, in Minneapolis in a hotel room, 
and we're two dudes sitting around by ourselves, <laughs> that we should do a movie that I'm told was shot in Minnesota by the internet called Beautiful Girls. Oh, okay. You know, with that beautiful girl Rosie O'Donnell who's in that. <laughs> no, uh, Uma Thurman and a very young Natalie Portman, maybe like her second major film role. Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces of that. Timothy Hutton, who I, I, that guy I've always liked. He's, she's like 13 and Timothy Hutton and her are in love in the movie. Is that what's going on? You should, be, you should play the Timothy Hutton part in a remake of Ordinary People. Yeah, no, she's a little girl that has a crush on Timothy Hutton, and he's just sort of like, yeah, you're cute, but, uh, you know, see you in a few years. Oh, okay. They should make a sequel now. Yeah. Where, like, he actually gets to hook up with her. Yeah. And it turns out she has a cock. (laughs) 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 One really peculiar, dangly ball. (laughs) What? Wow. Not only does this chick have a dick, she's only got one ball. What a a complete weirdo. Oddly dangly. So you need to end with beautiful or start with girls. Okay, um, beautiful girls on the side. Or that's boys on the side, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Again, great <laughs> sequel idea. Um, <laughs> Play the Whoopi Goldberg part. Crazy beautiful girls. Yeah, crazy slash beautiful. <clears throat> I predicted you might come up with that. Dang it! And you then get out of um, my head. Yeah, so then I'm going to add to that. Uh, remember, there was a, a documentary about that crazy couple where uh, he threw acid in her face and then they still fell in love. Yeah. <laughs> and it was called Love Crazy. Ah. Yeah, so Love Crazy Beautiful Girls. Uh, okay, you probably are in my Girls head Girls is a one. pretty good starter. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say Can't Buy Me Love Crazy Beautiful Girls. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you'd go... Or I, I would go the th- the thing called love, but I like can't buy me love, cause that might. Oh no, I got it, I got it. <laughs> God damn it, this is fun. Um, catch me if you can't buy me love. Ah, beauty, <laughs> crazy beautiful girls. So you need something that ends in catch, uh-huh. or begins with girls. Okay. Uh... Girls and boys. Oh, it's boys and girls. Dang it, everything's boys. Um, Why do boys get all the all the title breaks? You really can't girls. think of a movie that's the word girls? Oh, crazy. What am I thinking? Girls. Uh, wait, wait. So or something ends in catch. I've already got one for that. The greatest catch. No. That's not a movie. <laughs> Deadliest catch. Deadliest catch. Girls, show. girls. Uh, yeah, girls. There's probably a movie called Girls, Girls, Girls. I was thinking that, but I no, could, there, there's not. I don't know, but let's not do that. Okay. Let's do girls. Um, like if you were on Match Game, <laughs> it was girls blank. I know, girls blank. People listening are going insane right now. Why yeah, my brain not working. I have to put it into it soon. Yes, I know. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you think I'll do a plug. You can okay. see uh, me and play Leonard Malton against Graham Elwood at the Orpheum in Flagstaff, November 12th, which is selling It's selling terribly for some reason. Like, they're just not moving tickets. Come on, Arizona. I mean, Flagstaff together. is kind of a small place, I guess, but I don't get it. Get your stuff together, guys. Drive yeah. there from Phoenix. Phoenix folks, go. Well, then I'm going to be at Stand Up Live in Phoenix on November 13th, and it's not selling that great either. I mean, maybe everybody in Arizona just is, just does you know walks up or doesn't come at all. <laughs> so I don't get it. And I'm going to be, Graham and I will be at the San Jose Improv Sunday, November 20th at 420. Tipsy Crow in San Diego on Wednesday, November 23rd. 
December 10 show in Miami Improv. I think we're going to have to move it to a date that I'll reveal later and for reasons that I'll reveal later. Do you have any girls movies? I can't do Girls Interrupted, can I? No, because it, yeah, it's, it's, it's not about some girls who were interrupted. It's I just know. about that one. I don't know which one. I guess it's supposed <laughs> to be Winona Ryder got interrupted. Yeah, her life. She had to go to psychiatric Girls Behaving jail. Badly was a show. <laughs> Maybe there's only one, but uh, I'm just going to go ahead and pull the trigger on this and say girls just want to have fun. That's a movie? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Sarah Jessica Parker and Helen Hunt. Oh, man. I don't think I, I, don't think I know that one. They, they want to go to a TV dance contest <sighs> hosted by Richard Blyde. <laughs> um, and then uh, I thought of Summer Catch. Nice. Beauty. Yeah, yeah. And then, so, Summer Catch Me If You Can't Buy Me, Love Crazy, Beautiful Girls Just Want to Have Fun. And then I thought Fun House. And then House on Haunted Hill. <laughs> Wait, but it starts with I, so you could go with Golden Eye. Where? Doesn't it say I know what you did last summer. Catch. Oh yeah, I like that. Golden, I know what you did last summer. Catch me if you can't buy me love. Crazy, beautiful, just beautiful girls just want to have fun house on haunted hill. <laughs> That's pretty good. And then could you go hills have eyes after that? Golden what? On golden hills have eyes. Like the hills have eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm just still trying to write down golden, <laughs> golden eye. Uh, I know what you did last summer. This is a really long one. Yeah. Um. I don't know if there's anything that ends in golden. Oh, there's gold. There's uh, what was that movie with? Uh, uh, Cur- Curly's Gold. <laughs> I was going to say City Slickers 2, The Legend of Curly's Gold. Oh my god, that's really good. City Slickers 2. Alright. Uh, there's got to be something that ends in City, right? City yeah. Slickers 2, Legend of Curly's Gold. <laughs> this is ridiculous. we got to go. we got to go take a, a group <laughs> photo of all the comics that were at the 20th anniversary thing for Acme this weekend. Yes. Uh, okay, City Slickers 2... Legend of Curly's Golden. I know what you did last summer. Summer catch me if, me you, if can. you can't buy me love. Crazy beautiful girls just want to have fun. House on the hills. No house on haunted hills. House on haunted eyes. hills have eyes. Have eyes. Of Laura Mars. Wow. I don't know if anything. Begins Mars attacks. Mars, Mars attacks. <laughs> never attack the block. No, no you can't do that because of the uh, S. Uh, attacks. Attack. Yeah, tax. Uh, oh, was there a movie that had the word tax at the beginning? Tax shelter. Anyway, <laughs> tax season. We got to put a pin in this. People right. will send us their suggestions, but okay. Golden. I know what you did last summer. Catch me if you can't buy me love. Crazy beautiful girls. Just no, you forgot about. Uh, you forgot the beginning is um, City Slickers Two: The Legends. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> City Slickers Two: Legends of Curly's Golden. I know what you did last summer. Catch me if you can't buy me love. Crazy beautiful girls just want to have fun. House. Um, on Haunted Hills Have <laughs> Eyes of Laura Mars Attacks. Jeez, well done. That's a nice one. That's a beauty. You have any plugs? Uh, Professor Blastoff, and um, on iTunes and Amazon, you can get my compact disc called Humanitis. All right. And uh, as always, Droopy Dog is a shit. <laughs>
Oh, my Twitter is at... Why do you do that? You're That's done. the last line of the show. You tried to do that last night, too. <laughs> you just want to keep talking about stuff when I'm trying to wrap it up. <laughs> Troopy Dog is a shithead. Then the music comes in. Got it. You just did it again. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves... 